It is Tuesday the 29th of October. I'm Lara Hurd and this is Tuesday Night Live presents the Arts and Culture Show. Woohoo! Right, so what have we got lined up for you tonight? Well, I've got special guest Billy Gannon in. Very, very exciting. He's a sculptor and self-professed Pembroke Dock resident and we're going to be talking all about the cultural regeneration of Pembroke Dock including the Sculpture Trail, uh, Dock on the Map, visit PembrokeDock.com and loads more. Plus I've got not one, not two, but three top-notch performances coming to Pembrokeshire to tell you all about. I'm very excited about those because I'm getting to go and see one on Friday night. And don't forget, Billy will be taking us through the musical menu that is his top 10 favourite songs ever. Do not miss it. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. We're going to do one more song and because we've got so much going on, I think we're going to get straight into it.
Muse there with Starlight. I'm a big fan of that song. So, hello and welcome, Billy. Hello, Lara. How are you? I'm very, very good. And I'm super chuffed to have you here. Um, it's very exciting. And it sounds like you've got a huge amount of stuff going on in Pembroke Dock that we need to talk about. But before we get into that... Do you fancy telling us a little bit about yourself, Billy? You're a sculptor? There's not really a lot to tell, Lara. I'm a really boring person. <laughs> I doubt <laughs> it. What, what I'm doing right now is I'm, I'm making sculptures, sculptures, but not the normal kind of sculptures. I'm making them out of papier-mâché. Oh, OK. Because, because what I'm a firm believer in is I think that sculpture nowadays, it costs so much to make yeah. that you only get the kind of sculptures that rich people want. And you end up with sculptures of, 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 of kings and queens and people like that and old admirals, you know, mm. people that rich people approve of. I like making sculptures are about normal people people like us ordinary people and i'm a firm believer in using the materials we've got yes i agree i love it so what i'm going to do so right now i'm working on a bloke at home called alf and he's (laughs) actually a shipbuilder because i I was i was in pembroke dot we've got we've got an organization called the town team yeah and they've got this tourism study going on and we all went to this meeting and i was challenged to actually make the first sculpture for a for a a sculpture trail that we're going to do around pembroke dock in in order to take people around all the lovely historical buildings we've got because nobody knows about them and there's hundreds of them and they're wonderful and nobody knows so what we're thinking of doing is make a load of sculptures, all life-size people, who say something about the story of Pembroke Dock, sticking them out in the open where people can relate to them and talk to them, not on a plinth, buried into the pavement so people can actually go up and talk to them, make them out of concrete or steel or plastic or, or some modern materials, not mm. bronze or anything mm. like that, mm. so people can go up and, and, and actually feel and actually and actually live the story of Pembroke Dock because it is a fascinating story. It is. It's absolutely steeped with history, isn't it? Like people, I, I mean, obviously most people know about the castle, but there's so much more. There's so much more in Pembroke Dock, right? The whole point about Pembroke Dock is it's not about castles. I mean, no. the castle is wonderful, and Pembroke is a lovely well, that's place. True, and that's I, Pembroke. I, I apologise. Oh yeah, no, See, but, no, I grew but, up in Nayland, and even I'm getting it wrong. I, we don't know where the boundaries are either. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, mean, I live on the boundary. We can't work them out. <laughs> Pembroke's a lovely town. Yeah. What What Pembroke Dock is about is Pembroke Dock is a working town mm. full of working people. Mm. I, I, we think of it as the beating heart of Pembrokeshire. It's the only really industrial centre that we've got in Pembrokeshire, mm. and it's got its own culture. It didn't exist until 1814. Yeah. And when it came, right, that everybody says that the, the, the Admiralty built Pembroke Dock. Mm. They didn't. They built a few houses. They built the dockyard. The people of Pembroke Dock, the people actually came to the place to work. They physically built their own houses. Wow. Started in Front Street and worked backwards. Really? They, and, and that's why it's such a lovely mix of lovely character houses mm. in Pembroke Dock mm. because everybody built their own. And Front Street houses are really like really. Are they the little small ones right along? Gorgeous little yes, cottages, I know the little ones. bay windows. Yeah. It, it, if, you know when people think of Cornwall and they think of all those lovely little fishermen's cottages, yeah. that's Front Street. Yeah. where every bit as beautiful as Cornwall mm. I, I keep on thinking of Pembroke Dock as being like a, a slightly more northern sort of St Ives <laughs> it's a wonderful place full of, and the important thing about Pembroke Dock of course is because they're all working people they're all friendly yes lovely agreed. people in Pembroke Dock that's the biggest asset that Pembroke's got, Pembroke Dock has got and nobody ever hears this story mm. so we're going to do a sculpture trail yeah. we're going to take people around our history introduce them to Pembroke Dock I mean it's going to take years to do this this isn't a quick this isn't a quick project mm. and we're going to introduce everybody to the history of Pembroke Dock and the people of Pembroke Dock because the two things are the same. Yes, I love it. I love it, Billy. That makes me really, really excited. I'm not gonna. I'm not even joking. Wow. Okay. So tell me about is visitpembrokedock.com is that is that same the start of the same project or is it something separate? It's, or? Yeah. Now this is the tricky thing. You see, there's loads going on. There's so much stuff. I don't think we're actually going to fit in. There's loads going on in Pembroke Dock that nobody ever talks about. Mm. Visit Pembroke Dock is like if you like, it's like a it's like a mother site. And what we're going to do is we're going to post everything about Pembroke Dock up on there, the good stuff and the bad stuff. Ooh, okay. And we're going to post everything. Up. And also what we're doing, we're incorporating filmmaking into that as well because yeah. we're, we we met a lovely lady called Sharon Harris. I don't, do you know? 
Sharon at all? I do, I she, do. She, she actually did that really funny film called The Magic Roundabout, which was, uh, that, that's the other thing. The Millennium Falcon was built in Pembroke Dock. Yes, and that very, I knew, that I knew. Yeah, in a hangar in the dockyard. Yeah. The hangar itself was where they had Sunderlands in World War Two. Yeah. Now, a lovely lady called Sharon Harris did a film about that and it included, and it included Pauline Le Britton, the, a great sculptor, another sculptor who works in Pembroke Dock, mm. and of course, your own B.B. Scone. He's in that film as is well. He? And it's a yes. really funny film. Yeah. So, so what Sharon is doing, she's going to give us a little bit of help and advice and we're going to start making our own films about Pembroke yes. Dock as well. Put them up on Visit Pembroke Dock and of yeah. course, we've also got Dock on the Map, which is a very important development. I was just about to ask you about that. So tell me more about that one. Dock on the Map has been run by a lovely lady called Liz Cook and Sarah Payne yeah. and what they're doing is that um, with, with a little bit of help for us because this is the thing about Pembroke Dock no one person is doing everything we all help each other we mm. all work together mm. and we're creating a series of maps both online and actual physical maps as well which we're going to stick up in places and light boxes and have some fun with it, and, it and again it's going to be the same thing as the sculpture trail it's going to be telling the story of Pembroke Dock but this is the current story so if anybody out there lives in Pembroke Dock and they actually want to help us tell this story mm. then, then let us know about what you're doing we don't care what it is anything that's art anything that's cultural mm. it can be dance it can be music it can be absolutely anything because this is the thing there's probably things going on out there that we haven't thought of that we're not aware of when we live in the dock because mm. nobody talks about it yeah. give, give, contact us on visit Pembroke Dock or on Dock on the Map which visit Pembroke which is a website yep. but we're also on Facebook and yep. also Dock on the Map on Facebook as well leave a message introduce yourself tell everybody what it is that you're doing because we want to know amazing Billy I I'm so excited. Like, I've genuinely got, like, the hairs are standing up on the back of my neck now, Billy. Do you want to talk a little bit more about other stuff going on or would you like to get on with your songs? Uh, which do you think is best, Lara? I mean, I'd, I'd love... What I do want to talk about, first of all, is Citizen's Advice. Yes, let's do it. One of the best things that we've got in Pembroke Dock is we've got a wonderful Citizen's Advice Centre down in Mayrick Street, down in the centre of the town. Mm -hmm. Now, they, the, what the Citizen's Advice does is they stand up for everybody. Now, there's also a branch in Averford West, so which yeah. I have to acknowledge. You know, there's, two, there's two branches there working very hard for all the people of Pembroke Dock. And the Citizen's Advice need a little bit of help mm. because they need a fundraising committee to be set up. Oh, right. So so, so, so it, it, it's nothing onerous. I mean, people don't have to go in and do a lot of work. Basically, it's about coming along, having a cup of tea, having a piece of cake, you know what I mean? And we'll think of fun ways Ways that we can actually raise money for the citizens advice there's actually a phone number if anybody wants it so so you can actually ring the citizens advice on 01437 806 079 or you could if you wanted email geraldine at pemscab.org and tell them that you'd just like to be on this committee and help us raise some money for citizens advice because citizens advice stands up for the people of pembroke dock and the people of pembrokeshire and haverford west and they need a little bit of support right now yeah. and i think that everybody should get behind them and help them absolutely and i don't think people realize that that, that they're not necessarily funded like if, if people don't help they will lose it oh they will yeah. yeah they will and it'd be such a shame yeah. because the great thing about the citizens advice is they're completely confidential so yes. they can't go out and say oh, we helped so and so with this and we helped so and so with that mm. but the difference and I've seen it myself the difference that they make to individual people's lives it actually absolutely transforms their lives mm. they're so often they're helping people in crisis and, yeah. and it's something that's underestimated because a lot because when people are in crisis they don't they don't you don't actually see it no, of you know, course not. It's very people, private, isn't it? Exactly. People mm -hmm. who need referral, people who need having having all kinds of crises in their lives. Citizens Advice will help you mm -hmm. with every problem you've got. Mm -hmm. Go along and talk to them. And they're lovely people. They're That's a it. lovely, they friendly never judge bunch. You, really. yeah. I've had help myself with through Citizens Advice, and I'm not ashamed to say it. They were massively helpful. Yeah, and, and very yeah. well knowledgeable, educated. Oh, yeah. They know what they're doing. Yeah. The breadth and depth of knowledge is mm -hmm. phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And 
Also, the VC Gallery have expanded into Pembroke Dock, have they not? Oh, yeah. So one of our biggest cultural assets right now is the VC Gallery down on Diamond Street. Right. Now, we've actually got some details for them as well. Um, so they hold two art workshops, in both in Havre. Now, again, they're in Havre West Ham, but it's like with Twin Towns, isn't, isn't it? Havre West and Pembroke Dock, yeah. So they're on Diamond Street every Wednesday from 12.30 to 3 p.m. So go along and join them for a bit of culture and a coffee. So now what the VC Gallery does is it brings a lot of people together under the banner of art. And it also gives the people a different perspective on the towns that it works in. You know, it's interesting in his history and archaeology and all kinds of different things it's not just about sitting down and doing pictures because they actually go out they're very proactive they take people out and paint all kinds of interesting stuff Excellent. so go so go along and what they like they ask for a donation of two pound for materials yeah, yeah. yeah and don't forget obviously in in Pembroke Dock if you're thinking of making a day of it, opposite VC Galleries is a fabulous Kutch Cafe yep. and uh, an art gallery, which is always worth a look in, and they do lovely coffee. And around the corner, we've got the Y, the Igegin, the old market hall, yes. which has a lovely collection of art on the walls and all kinds of art attractions on. The last time I was in Igegin, they had pictures of pussycats on the walls. <laughs> Excellent. And I tell you something, I'm, I'm my mind is blown slightly of how just how much is going on, and I, I like to sort of keep an eye on things as I've got an arts and culture show but even I'm like yes Pembroke Dock keep it going you know you're really on the way up and you're working all of you are working super hard and that's not the only thing that we do. So there's also Penna Hall Art Club. Ah. Anybody's out in Penna, we, we, love yep. that we all love Penna. Now that meets every Friday morning at Penna Hall. Now that's another really friendly group. Bring along a £2 donation, you'll get a cup of tea as well. I mean, I mean, what more does anybody want? <laughs> and, and that takes all kinds of artists, all kinds of levels, doing all kinds of different things. And yeah. that's Penna Hall. Mm. And that's the point. It's really inclusive, isn't it? The things that you're describing here today, you know, they are for everybody. They're not just for fine artists or for theatre-goers. They are for everyone. And that's the point. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. And the point about Pembroke Dock is it's the friendliest town in Pembrokeshire. Now, I know people will write in and say, oh, no, we're there. No, Pembroke Dock is the friendliest <laughs> town in Pembrokeshire. The people are lovely. Yeah, yeah, it is. And like you say, it's that it's that working, working class culture. It is. That really, really makes people just be wonderful I think mm. for sure um, you we you work quite closely with Milford Haven Port Authority do you? Oh yeah they're, they're, they're a good bunch Milford Haven Port Authority mm-hmm. they're genuinely trying to do the best for the town yes I mean so now what Milford Haven Port Authority do is that they're, they're bringing about really quite really fantastic opportunities in Pembroke Dock I mean they, they, they encourage businesses to come in and what they're particularly interested now is, is setting up a Pembroke Dock area to capture energy from the waves Ooh. the tides and the wind off the coastline yeah. so they bring those opportunities and for local businesses and they're doing the very best to create jobs now their plans are underway to establish Pembroke Dock as a major operational hub for this growing industry and and when they look at the town's past adaption is one of its greatest stories that's a, the, because we've been for lots of changes in mm-hmm. Pembroke Dock yeah. we were an army town the, the forces came in and they, and they brought lots of money with them and we were built for the forces and then they all went and they yeah. left us to get on with it so what mm-hmm. we did reinvented ourselves mm-hmm. and um, the town has always used its facilities and skills to ensure a future for its community and we do have an opportunity now because because there's actually uh, you know the new wave energy and everything mainstay yep. engineering yep. they're actually working out in our out, out, out in our bit of the haven just outside Pembroke really? Dock they're, they're actually setting up test facilities there for new wave energy it's really exciting that's really incredible it yeah, is that's a massive opportunity absolutely as well. that's some really really exciting stuff going on really oh it never ends in Pembroke Dock oh my goodness gracious me oh right I kind of I'm, I'm a little bit blown away now I'm thinking we need to move on to your songs Hooray. Because let's be fair, that's why everyone's here. This is the well, I don't know. I was going to say the best bit, but I think not. I think what's cracking off in your town's the best bit, to be fair. So you've got ten, maybe more, ten songs lined up. Yeah. 
Um, the first one, would you like to listen to them first and then chat about them? Yes, please. I think yeah. that's best. I yeah. think it is best. Yeah. So, coming Especially they're such good songs. They are cracking. I saw your list and I was like, yes, Billy, go on. Right, let's have a little listen to a bit of Bob Marley and then we'll be back. That is a cracking tune to start everything off with. Tell us, why did you choose it? Well, it's songs like that that made me the person I am. I mean, I grew—I mean, you probably can't tell from my accent, but I'm not from Roundy. <laughs> I, I grew up in a, in a northern industrial town, yeah. and it was grim. And I grew up back in the 1960s and 70s and 80s. And about the time this song came out, we had a lot of problems up north. Yeah. We had the rise of the National Front, and Margaret Thatcher just got into power. And for working people like us, mm. it was grim. Mm. It was bad, and mm. it was going to get much worse. Mm. And amongst all this, I mean, you used to hear the most dreadful kind of racial slurs and hatred on the telly. It was common. 
practice. It was what mm. people used the most vilest language to describe people mm. just because they had a different coloured skin. Yes. And in the middle of all of that, there was one bright light, and it was Bob Marley. When I used to listen to Bob Marley, it was actually counterculture. I mean, yeah. we accept Bob yeah. now as you know mainstream. Yeah. But when I used to listen to him, it, it was this. It was this different voice. You know, mm. something that you didn't get from the, from reading the Sun and the <laughs> Daily Mail and all that nonsense. Yeah, the Daily Fail. Yeah, and Bob Marley. He was. He was. He was a ray of sunshine, mm. and he and lit up that grim northern landscape. And it was a different voice from a different kind of culture that related directly to us. I mean, who can't listen to that song and not relate directly to it? Yeah. I mean, exactly. you know, I mean, here we are. You know, we, we have all the worries of the world all around us. All all the things that are going on re- around here now. Just listen to that song. And Bob says, "No, listen to the birds. Aren't they beautiful?" Mm. And and you just and you just chill out and just yeah. chill out. And you find yourself and I and it certainly cheers me. It's my cheer me up song. Excellent. You know what I mean? Bob Marley. He he stayed with me since I was a kid, and I think I love Bob Marley a little bit. I think I think you might be right. I love a bit of Bob, and your description of him is just that's an incredibly powerful um, thought and like idea of of how you were like in the grey, and then this ray of sunshine yeah. in the shape of Bob absolutely sort of pop through. Right, so your the next song choice is a bit of Emily Sandy. Um, shall we have a listen? Yes, please. Excellent. Let's do it.
Sunday there with read all about it part three that is a gorgeous gorgeous choice um, would you like to tell me why you chose it well read all about it it's all in the lyrics really mm. the entire song is about people standing up speaking out and being heard people are afraid of speaking out in case they look silly and they're ridiculed or they're marginalized for offending mm. the powerful people that's it now that's especially a problem in a place like Pembrokeshire which is quite a small place really everybody knows everybody else and Correct. jobs are scarce mm-hmm. so so people people don't tend to speak out people people are very polite and don't tend to speak out about mm. things that might be bothering them um, and there's a problem with that and the problem is that if people aren't speaking out and speaking their minds about issues that affect them because because they because they don't because they don't because they don't want to actually offend anybody then that starts to erode democracy because mm. democracy is about being able to speak your mind and, and, and having your voice heard because if everybody's voice isn't heard just like emily says if everybody's voice isn't heard then then democracy is dead yes exactly we, so everybody needs to be heard mm. and that's one of the reasons sign up visit pembroke dock as well mm. because we want people to go on there and if they've got a problem in pembroke dock visit pembroke just leave us a note there's a contact page yeah. put a note on there mm. and we'll come round because this ties into something else that we're trying to do as well we're trying to set up a film unit in pembroke dock basically it's just me and a couple of other guys going around with cameras and a few microphones and actually recording people's voices and people's stories the things that bother them the people who feel disenfranchised the people who feel voiceless and powerless mm. they, well they're not they're, they're not going to be ignored no. they're going to be heard we're going to record their voices and we're going to and we're going to present the people who should be helping them with their stories in a way that hasn't really been done certainly not in Pembroke Dock and I don't think in Pembrokeshire before mm-hmm. that's a really interesting idea because like you say um the, the point you made about Pembrokeshire being small it that, that hit um a, a note with me uh, having grown up in Pembrokeshire you are right like you are quite nervous to stick your head above everyone else and speak your mind which I only recently learned to do at the ripe old age of 34 so it, it is about I think that's a really interesting idea that you're gonna you know you're gonna go to, to the to the people who need it most and, and get their stories out there like that that's really really powerful and really really interesting I love that well done Billy yeah thank you so thank the, you you're welcome yeah. I really mean that it's really really yeah. interesting what you're doing um your next song is an absolute banger absolute banger so I won't say any more and we'll just play it and we'll talk about it in a minute
Oh my goodness gracious me. Tell me. I mean, I'm having a good time, so I don't really mind why, but tell me why you chose it. Because you should never stop believing. You've always got to believe. You've got to believe that that, that you can make a difference and that you can help other people and that together we can make the world a better place. Um, one of the groups I didn't mention before was in Pembroke, we've got another team called the Town Team. Mm. Now, they're another great organisation. That's where we bring the businesses and the people together. Okay. Now, th- now, they meet actually in the VC Gallery, which we mentioned before. And they they meet at the first Monday of every month at 5.30 in the VC Gallery on Diamond Street. Everybody's welcome. And they're currently they're looking for a secretary to come along and help them. Mm. And that's another great way of getting involved as well. They're the guys who did the te- who did the who did the tourism study. Uh, Ooh, you know, they've got okay. a little and they've got a little bit of funding there, yeah. which they, which they're going to spend in looking into what the people of Pembroke Dock actually want. They want to help the people of Pembroke Dock, mm-hmm. and we have to believe that all of this is is actually worthwhile because it is. Absolutely, because if yeah. we all start working together, we can all help each other, and not just Pembroke Dock. We can spread this out across the whole of Pembrokeshire, mm-hmm. and we can do it ourselves. 
because the, one of the biggest problems we've got in Pembrokeshire is a very poor county. There's not a lot of money. There's not a lot of funds. I mean, I know that's true everywhere with, with, yeah. with austerity and everything, but it's especially true in a rural county like ours where we get spread out, dispersed populations. Yes. We have to start looking after ourselves. Grassroots movements and, and things like the town team are, are interested in doing that where we take the resources that we've got mm. and we do something positive with them. Mm. And you have to believe that you can actually do it. And that's what that song's all about. I totally if agree. you ever doubt yourself, just start singing that song to yourself and all the <laughs> doubts will just evaporate. Do you know, I'll let you into a little secret. Um, sometimes I put that on as my alarm clock in the morning on yes, my phone. Yes, lovely. And it is a gorgeous way to wake up. I'm not going to lie. It is. I'll yeah. put you in the right mood for the rest, rest of the, the day. day. Yeah, yeah, and I absolutely. Cannot, I cannot stress enough to people how important it is. Like Self-belief is absolutely yes. the first stage to yes. anything. Totally transform your life if you're just start thinking yeah. you can do it absolutely amazing i really enjoyed that thank you right so next we've got a bit of dido let's have a little listen
There with white flag. So, talk me through it. Well, I will go down with this ship and I won't put my hands up and surrender. You've really got to admire that. <laughs> because how, we've all been on a sinking ship, haven't we? Oh, and yeah. it's just maintaining, keeping hold of that self-belief and thinking, well, no, everything around me is going badly wrong, but I know that I'm right and I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick it out and I'm going to help as many people as I can. Yeah. I'm going to do the right thing and I'm not going to surrender. I'm not going to roll over. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep fighting right till the very end. Mm -hmm. Like you say, admirable attitude. Like we were just talking off air about the self-belief weren't we we were yeah and it's um uh like you said just now you you can change your life just with that a, f a flip of a belief system in your yeah. own mind but it's so hard to do but once you do it it's completely freeing yeah completely freeing so it was super interesting and i'm already loving your song choices because thank you clearly very passionate and very positive yeah, well, the lovely songs. Mm. There are so many. I mean, there's so much beauty in the world. There's yes. so much beautiful music. There's mm. so you know the sun, the sunset. Go to Freshwater West. The world is a beautiful place. Mm. Enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And that ties in nicely to the next song, Bruce Springsteen, "The Promised Land." So let's have a little listen.
the Bruce Springsteen there with The Promised Land. So, that was a lovely little song. I enjoyed that. Tell me all about it. Well, who doesn't love Bruce? Bruce is a poet. I mean, you listen to some of the visual the, the visual language that he uses in there, you know, twisters out on the desert floor, you know, knocking everything down that hasn't got the guts to stand its ground. <laughs> he, 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 he is a poet. Now, I, I know we live in West Wales and he yeah. lives in America and, mm. and we're working people and he's a rich man, but you can relate to the stories that he tells because yeah. I've, I've been a fan of Bruce Springsteen since as long as I can remember. I remember when he first came out and and the stories that he tells are always stories that I could relate to. Mm. Now, one of the criticisms yeah. of Bruce is that, you know, he only writes songs for blokes. You know what I mean? He's always <laughs> writing about girls and cars and yeah. things that only blokes are interested in. And I think there was a band in the 1980s who actually did a song about him. There's more to life than than than, than cars and girls. You know, literally, then we're talking about Bruce and, and the way that he's fixated upon that. Mm-hmm. But for a, for a certain kind of person who was brought up a certain kind of way, like myself, yeah. who is interested in cars and was interested in girls and all that sort of thing, <laughs> He spoke directly to me. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the experiences he talks about are working class experiences. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a phrase you don't hear very often now. You know, it's not fashionable to describe yourself as working class. But I have no other way of describing myself. And this man wrote about us. Even though he's in America and I was in the north of England and now I'm in the west of Wales, the the language that he uses, the experiences that he talks about are the experiences that people like me can relate to. Mm. The, the the experiences of having a job where you have to, where you're raising a family and you have to work for your family mm. and, and, you know, and, and you're in a relationship where you love the other person but life's hard. You know, and, and and you just have to go out and every day and and every day you get that instead of getting that little bit rich and that little bit better off, which is what we're all promised, we all seem to get that little bit poorer. Mm-hmm. The harder we work, the the poorer we get. Mm, it's true. It's it's one of these things. One of the things he addresses as well in a lot of his lyrics, in, in songs, in a lot of songs that he does, it's the fact that you, the hard work is supposed to set you free. Mm. Well, how is it that the people who do the hardest work are always usually the poorest in society? Agreed. And these are issues. These are issues that Bruce Springsteen addresses, mm. and and also it's the lyrical quality of it. I mean, the promised land. I mean, I mean that's Wales, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> you know, and and, and the song that the, the language talks about big empty spaces, which are just like Pem. Yes. where we've got to drive from town to town to get anything that we need you know if you want to buy such and such, we have to go out to Haverford West or out here or out there. Even though Pembroke Dock's got loads of shops, and mm. people have to come into Pembroke Dock from outside. Mm. And 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 then the line about taking one moment into our hands, and that's what we've got to do if we're going to change things for the better. I mean, not drive from town to town. No, what we've got to do is take our take, take it into our own hands and start working for a better future. Mm. And Bruce, well, he may not. I mean, you know, obviously the man is different from his lyrics, but his lyrics understand that, yeah. and they give expression to a lot of feelings that people struggle with. Mm. You know why. Why do I work so hard? Why do I do the right thing? And why am I not happy? Mm-hmm. And do you think because, like you say, their songs are for men that they resonate in particular with men because potentially men struggle expressing these type of emotions historically? You have really put your finger on something there, mm-hmm. and, and that is that is something because men are so. I mean, especially men of my generation, mm-hmm. we're not supposed to really have feelings. That's it. That's what. That's. Very worrying because, um, well, we luckily in this, for my generation, we do have a men's mental health movement, but of course it's still very prevalent that men don't talk about their feelings. And when you have music like this, that, you know, it, it, it literally describes how you're feeling. It can actually save your life. 
Yes, absolutely. And people have got to find a way of expressing this. Mm-hmm. And music is one way of doing it. Absolutely. Art is another. Yes. You know, th- 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 there's all kinds of ways of expressing mm-hmm. it. And that, I don't think people talk enough. No. I don't think. I mean, we all have all these polite conversations about, oh, you know, how are you today? And you know, and isn't it lovely down on the beach and all mm-hmm. the rest of it? We don't talk about the things that really matter. No. We don't talk about how we feel. No. We don't. We don't talk about how how we feel powerless and 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 how and how our lives haven't turned out the way we wanted them to. Mm-hmm. And because we don't talk about the things that are wrong, we don't talk about the things that we need to do to put it right. Exactly. You've hit the nail on the head there, and I, th- I think I think it's having that um, space to openly explore how you've ended up somewhere or, or how, why you feel the way you feel and it's not just men it's women as well it's all of us together and, and I think we're not afforded it in our very busy lives especially yeah. when you're working class especially when you've got the kids to feed and yeah. you've got to go to work and you've got to provide for your family you just don't have the headspace for it and then music like Bruce Springsteen just gives you that five minutes in your day where you can actually yeah. stop and actually be allowed to feel Yeah, I know and, a, go on. Yeah. and a moment of reflection yes. as well exactly because we're all human at the end of the day yeah no one's infallible right next song Jerry Rafferty get it right next time let's have a listen
Mary Rafferty. Get it right next time. That was cool. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Very smooth, Jerry. Yeah. I have to confess, I didn't know of that song until I popped it on the system for you today. 1979. It's it's an old person's song. Oh. (laughs) I'll I'll forgive you. It's before my time. So tell me why you chose it. Oh, because 1979, when I was growing up, I mean, I, I heard this song because I really get into lyrics. Mm. I mean, I mean, mm. Julie, my wife, she listens to the music. I listen to the lyrics. I think it's the poetry that I like. Mm. And, and, I, and I listened to this song, you know, and I had a difficult childhood myself. Mm. And, and a lot of things went wrong for me when I was very young. And, and, what I, and what this message told me was it's all right for things to go wrong because you learn from it and you move on. Mm. Provided that you learn, provided that you don't keep on making the same mistakes over and over again provided that you can actually find a way out of that of that circular kind of trap mm. and actually go out in a straight line and actually make something positive of it and come out as a stronger better person with a little bit of understanding it's all right to make mistakes mm. it's all right for bad things to happen because because that's life yeah yeah, that's, yeah exactly that and i think like you say when people don't realize that you know you are actually allowed to make a mistake absolutely um and in some ways it's better to make mistakes because then you never make yeah. them again yeah. um, the only people who don't make mistakes are the people who don't do anything yes it's as simple as stand that stand still too terrified yeah. that's literally what i used to be like until about two years ago yeah. so i'm speaking from experience but it's true the power of making a mistake is very strong yeah for sure right so we've got a total change of um tempo now we've got a bit of ed sheeran with a photograph and i'm very much looking forward to hearing why you like it but we'll wait and have a listen first loving can hurt Loving can hurt sometimes But it's the only thing that I know When it gets hard 